love you, Chloe. I love you, Daddy. F-I-T with the Z. Time to get my fits on. Who's better than you? Nobody. What is up, Fitz? Everybody, Fitz happens. Time to get your fits on. And there goes the last DJ. F-I-T with the Z. Who plays what he wants to play. This is the Fitz show. He says what he wants to say. Brothers and sisters, ladies and gentlemen, people everywhere, lovers of the world, presenting the one, the only, F-I-T with a Z, player. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, yeah. And let me be the first to welcome you to our professional broadcast. Let's get this going. There's Drew. Well, apparently Megan Fox has an archaeology show on TV now, on cable, so guess what, kids? You can do anything you want. <laughs> Transformer Megan Fox? That's the one. Wow. All right, there's oh. Bethany, the mouth from the south. I was thinking Megan Kelly. I was like, what? From the news to to archaeology. Interesting. Yeah. Well, based on recent inspiration, he's looking to get his makeup tutorial show greenlit. Our host, The Fitz. <laughs> the what? Your makeup tutorial. I'm making a joke because, you know, something you're totally not qualified for. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. Or are you? Well, you never, hey. <laughs> uh, all right, you guys. Welcome to, uh, it's it's really Friday Eve, and we're going to begin with our, our pre-show warm-up jam, as always, if you don't mind, just to get you into, huh? The spirit. The spirit? Right? I don't want a lot for Christmas. say all she wants for Christmas is Christmas shoes? Oh, oh I hope no. not. Oh, we no, might have to no, play, no, so no. we might have to definitely play some uh, Christmas shoes today. Thanks, that's Mariah. It's a gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> thanks, Mariah. Well, we had some craziness at our household last night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had to, I had to be Mr. MacGyver and, and, and uh, stop the bleed. Really? Yeah. Who bleed? Who bled? Cash bleed. Oh, Cash bleed. Our little baby boy Cash, Uh-oh. he's five years old, he face planted in a chair. Yep. Oh. I mean, you it was just. Tell him, don't run in the house. Yeah. Chip tripped right over his dad's legs. Where did uh, where <laughs> was the, where was the blood coming from? From the top of the mouth and the nose, man, like oh. crazy. But and and blood was coming, and the kids always 
they yeah, react right. based off of, of how their parents are going to react. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, and we were we tried to be calm, yeah. cool, and co- well, I think Mama freaked out a little no, bit, I but didn't. Daddy was calm, cool, and collected. We stopped the bleed, and it was all good. You got you to show that calmness in front of them. Sure, no. of course. No, the only thing that I was I was a little flustered was because our our other child, Drew. My daughter, she was trying to get me to buy something on Roblox while he was bleeding. And I'm like, But mom, no. but mom, but yes. mom, over here. All right, uh, it's going to be a great show today. What are you kidding me? Stories coming up, and here comes Thursday. Let's go. It happens live. And now. Here's and now, my and now, daddy. It's time for your. Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen. Standing by, of course, with the news that did not make the news as I take you out of New York to protect and serve. Like when you think of a police officer, that's that's kind of the standard definition, right? To protect and serve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, written right on the car. Even if it comes to animals, right? Sure. Yeah, sure. Of Save your pets. A police officer, and I hope I get this right, Ossining, mm-hmm. New York, Removed two propane tanks from a burning shed last Saturday, and then he ran back in to save a chicken, and his chest cam got the whole thing on video. For a chicken? That was on on, on fire. The shed was yeah. on fire. Okay, all right. And he, he risked his life to save the, the chicken. I have exclusive, what are you kidding me, audio. Come here, buddy. I got your chicken. (laughs) Hey, I got your chicken here. It's a little fried. (laughs) That was a good one, Drew. But just hearing... That was a crackling, roaring fire. Just hearing that... Yeah, it was. And just hearing the little sound of that little animal, doesn't it make it worth it now? I think so. I mean, I'm sure that you would have rather had the fried chicken. That sweet little bucka, bucka, bucka. I have so many friends who have like little pet chickens and stuff. I kind of want some chickens to be roaming around the oh house. Oh my God, those fluffy ones with the really fluffy, fluffy feathers. Have yeah, you seen they're them? Awesome. They're so cute. My sister has pet chickens. <gasps> and do they, they, it seems like they just kind of like stay around the house like a cat, right? Yeah, they let them out every day and they just hang around the yard. That is and they'll so follow great. her around and they're actually very pet like I was surprised. Yeah. All right, page two. What are you kidding me? Out of Ohio. When you don't have straps. There's some idiots in Ohio recently. They moved a couch by... They, they put it on top of their SUV. <laughs> but instead of tying it down, one of them sat on on it to keep it from flying off. Hey, man, I'll just weigh it down for you. That's it. He oh. sat on top of the couch while it was on top of the SUV. Are you kidding? Not I'm not kidding. A woman who happened to get the entire video added some excellent commentary listen to this look at this y'all do y'all see this this is real right here on Gettysburg the couch is on the car the boy is riding to hold the couch (laughs) this is not real (laughs) but it is I feel like I'm being punk look at this that she was great? the best. She's, she's unbelievable. She's awesome. All right, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You got the. <laughs> what are, are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. 
You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Fit happens live. 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 And we are back. And everybody who likes Twitter, uh, reach out and say what's up. Just you know, two words. Follow Fitz. F-I-T-Z. Two words. Follow Fitz. Uh, while Drew was uh, leaving the studio yesterday, I guess he was about 10 minutes in to drive home, and uh, uh, you started smelling something kind of bizarre from, from out of nowhere. And at first you were wondering what, what this unique smell was. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's a winter day, so I had my windows up and my heater on, and I'm alone in the car, and I start smelling like... It, it almost brought like negative oh. memories back, but I started smelling like cigarette smoke, like yeah. that kind of stale cigarette smoke yeah. when you're a little bit away from it. Maybe it's around the corner or something. Mm-hmm. And I'm, I'm sorry. Were you to stoplight? Yeah. Well, I was. Yeah, sitting in traffic, okay. sitting still, but a little slowly rolling ahead. I'm looking everywhere, I'm looking around, and I realized it was coming from the car in front of me. Okay. And it was coming into my car through the heater. But we're so. I mean, think about smokers. Mm. You just don't see them anymore. You don't hear them. So. We don't. Now, wait a second. I mean, that's interesting you say that. Do we really not see or hear about Hardly. smokers I mean, anymore? Well, it that's is. why your dad always, Bob, Green Beret Bob, always says that, you know, that they are the last group of people that are now being uh, discriminated against. Yeah. I mean, the smoker numbers uh, are evaporating. He's you, like, you know, we got to go outside now. We can't even smoke anywhere. We're, we're discriminated against. You should against. hear the conversations in my, in my household. My dad really feels like uh, that people are, you know, stepping on his rights as a smoker. That you know, Parts per million. Yeah. It's parts <laughs> per million. Smokers have rights, too. You know what I mean? And, and that is no joke. Uh, when I was a bartender, we had smoking in bars, and that's when the law changed. And you could no longer smoke the bar. And we all thought, oh, my goodness, it's going to kill go. our business because yep. smokers aren't going to go smoking. And flash forward about 20 years, 15 years or so, and you don't see them anymore. If you go to a bar, there aren't a bunch of smokers outside smoking. Well, it's like, well, legally, you, they can't. Uh, right. But le- you can't do that inside anymore, obviously. But you're saying even around the doors of restaurants, you don't really see What I'm saying, well, it's you, amazing how easily they kind of gave it up. Not but not I don't only know that, about that, around I think the doors, it, around the doors, you're not even allowed. You have to be 20 to 25 feet away from the front or do, any door going into a restaurant. Hey, uh, uh, attention smokers out there. Attention smokers. Is this true? I kind of disagree. I think there's like the secret society of them. Like if you go to, you know, you're walking through the airport and certain airports around the country have that smoking section. It's always pretty hardly, much packed. No, hardly any I don't know have if any of them have anymore. That's the thing is that even whenever Green Beret Bob, the GBB, whenever he travels, he always says, you know, look, there are, I used to always have him stop, you know, on a leg of his, whenever he'd come visit us, for instance, I would have him stop somewhere in an airport that had a smoking room or something like that. That little glass box in the middle of the and airport. And now there are none. He's always like, hey, if you give me a layover, put me in Salt Lake. They have That's a nice right. smoker stop. That's right. <laughs> and now they don't have any. Um, what's really amazing about my dad, you guys, Green Bray Bob has been smoking since he was 13 years old. Yeah. 13. Since I was born, a baby, I remember my dad hacking up every single night. I remember thinking as a kid, how's my dad? Yeah, I'm worried about my dad. My dad's what? He's 70, 70 now. Still hacks like that mm-hmm. every single night. And I say, Dad, it's amazing to me. After I see you coughing like that and gasping for air, the first thing you do is reach for another one. Yeah, I got to numb it out. Right. And he looks at me and says, quality of life. And I'm Some like, what quality. kind of quality of life? But I it's amazing. I, the, the seriousness is what I'm saying of that addiction. But I really feel like if he could get away from it long enough, he would start to feel better. You know? Yeah. It's kind of like whenever, you know. Yeah, there's other safer stuff to smoke, right? 
Well, not only that, but whenever he gets away from it, he you know, you actually start to feel better. I, I don't think he remembers what it feels like to breathe and have, you know, that clean air. Yeah. You know? Oh, he definitely doesn't. It's been 60 years. Yeah. So, so. All right. Welcome to the show, you guys. Stand by. Choose your news. That's on the way next. It's the Fit Show. This is the Fit Show. Fit happens live. Everybody, welcome back to the show. It's Friday Eve. Uh, reach out and uh, say hi to me on social media. I mean, you could find me everywhere on social media. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat. It's just two words, and those words are follow fits. Follow fits. Again, folks, that is follow this. <laughs> Just two words on social media. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, I don't know if y'all know this, but uh, my buddy Drew over here, aka Barry White. Um, he, he's a United States Marine. He, he he was in the Marines, and and did all that stuff. And you, and ever you know you hear me saying on the show that I just feel like I haven't done anything in my life. I'm uh, you know I've been a talking head behind a microphone, and uh, you know when you see all these you know wonderful heroes, people that just served and did wonderful things for their nation. And Drew, you are a Marine, and then you got somebody like me who really hadn't done a, a dang thing. No, that's why that's why you lift them up. Yeah. If you're a civilian, the best thing you can do is talk positively about that's the people true. that sacrificed their lives, you know, to to serve. A, a Purple Heart recipient. He did tell me one time, he said, you do serve your country. He said, you serve your country by, you know, talking about the troops on your show and stuff with the troop salute. But then you got Drew over here pouring more salt on the wound. Apparently, he feels the need to have a conversation with somebody in the military about whether or not, if I wanted to at my age, join the military. Because I was wondering if you could join at, you know, the age of 40, you did. 30, 40. Mm-hmm. What did they say? Okay, so <laughs> I didn't go out seeking this information. Yes, it you just did. landed in my lap. I was speaking to my very good friend, uh, Staff Sergeant Brewer. What's he, up, Staff Sergeant Brewer? He is uh, an uh, Idaho Army National Guard recruiter. Gotcha. Works out of, uh, I think, North Idaho. Real good friend of mine. I was in the Marine Corps with him 20 years ago. Now he's in the National Guard. Must be nice. Yeah, we were just talking about the things, catching up like friends do, and that issue came up. He and was talking what, about and, recruiting. And what did you say? You said, I have a buddy who feels like he hasn't done a dang thing with his life. Uh-huh. And I said, you know, uh, he was wondering, is there an age limit? Is there a cutoff? Can he still get in if he wanted to? You know, maybe join the Guard. I'm sorry to tell you, you are not eligible to join the Guard. You're just a couple of years what about the Over Army the or the Marines or Air Force? Uh, I believe that's a negative across the board. However, interesting news. I don't think I so. am eligible. <gasps> Even though I'm older than you, I'm eligible because of my prior service. If I can complete 20 years, including my prior service, before I'm 60, I'm eligible. That is so not fair. <laughs> it's really not. <laughs> so basically, anybody. I'm in terrible. So people who really, really want to serve. If they say you're at a certain whatever age, well, mm-hmm. thirty. It was just age. It w- there was no other qualification. They didn't say we don't like you. You're no good. It's, it's purely a number. Didn't they want to look at me? 
it's just the number on the paper. Maybe you can get a waiver. We didn't we didn't dig deep into the topic. Well, not only that, but I think if we're ever caught in, uh, you know, how many stories we've seen, like on that Medal of Honor show where they wow. were passed over, yeah. you know, and then actually they needed the troops. So they started, you know. If things waving, get real bad. Taking, yeah. taking yeah. the civilians. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you really want to go and well, wherever your country really ever needs you. I'll be there. They'll call you up. I believe, though, I, I swear, I, I did Google something to see if I could, because uh, I just, how, how, what, how old am I? Uh, Are you serious? You, am I, you never tell a lady's age. <laughs> <gasps> <laughs> I have never. You're 40. 40 years old. So anyway, I did read a couple of spots that there are maybe some waivers. I don't know. I just feel like. I honestly feel like you just really wanted to rub that in today, that you could still go and, and serve your nation. And I can't. You know, I thought it was helping you out with some information you were looking I for. I might as well just Can come out. You know what I could do? Can I was wondering I? if maybe like uh, um, Armed Services Radio could use maybe like a personality oh, like me. Now idea. you're talking. Yeah. But uh, Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, hey, Can I get my stripes doing that? He did. Stan Lee. Stan Lee was an artist. In in the remember mm-hmm. World War Two. Yeah, yeah, but you. I mean, I could I of could do combat stuff, young. Drew. I mean, I'm a big dude. I could. I mean, okay, I could be come on, used hey, for something hey, more hey, than that. Hey, hey, hey. You almost threw out your back during kindergarten basketball practice yesterday. <laughs> oh, no. Uh, well, we don't have to tell them that. We'll just leave that off the application. You might want to strengthen that area. Strengthen the core. Drew, do they, the yeah, do they have uh, lumbar strengthening in the military? Uh, are you asking if they have Pilates <laughs> in the United States Army? I don't know. Dude, I don't think so. Hey, if they have Pilates, I'm signing up tomorrow. <laughs> Tell me where the hot yoga studio is. (laughs) Base hot yoga. It's the Fit Show. Your attention, please. You're listening to the Fit Show. Fit happens live. Get uh, just awesome messages from our P1s every day. Uh... I wanted to share this one. Somebody says, Fitz, I'm so mad at my family right now, and I just don't know if I want to spend Christmas with them after what happened on Thanksgiving. When we started taking family photos, my mom pulled me aside and asked that my boyfriend not be in the family photos. And I was in shock since we've been together for almost three years. What really ticked me off is my older sister just got engaged to a guy after they met on Tinder four months ago. My family's known my boyfriend for over six years, and three of those years we've been dating. I could tell that Ben was really bummed uh, not to be included. Since I'm a senior in college, I really don't want to get married for a while. Uh, but they know if I did get married, it would be to Ben. I don't know if, if I should right say. Now. I don't know if I should say something and let them know how I feel. Maybe I should just tell them that we are engaged, so they'll let them in the photos. Uh, I want to see what you guys thought. Hmm. Hey, by the way, thank you so much for uh, the awesome messages. That's Ashley. Thank you, Ashley. Interesting. Drew. Well, first off, uh, my advice, my main piece of advice, goes to the mom, which is. She played this all wrong. If you want pictures without this guy, if you don't trust he's going to be around, the way to play it is say, okay, everyone get in the picture, snap, and then say, okay, now just one with the girls, snap. Okay, now just one with the the Wilsons. Okay, snap. Okay, now one with everyone again. And that way, you have pictures without him that you can just forget about the ones with him. Have some with him and then have some without him, you're saying, basically. And... And I'm going to just uh, talk from the mom point of view. I mean, all she w- she was trying to just get a photo of the people that she thinks are going to be in the family. Obviously, that if her sister is engaged, 
then she's thinking this person's going to be part of our family, at least for a little while. Mm-hmm. Maybe, so, maybe mama and daddy know something that, you know, they're No, I just think that if they're That's not possible. engaged. intuition, you it, know? Well, it's possible. You know how someone could be a creep and the person with them doesn't see it, but everyone else is like, this oh, isn't going to work. Yeah. This isn't going to work. And, and by the way, what do you do in that situation? When specifically, if you know your child is dating someone and you just can't stand that individual, <laughs> I have experience in this. Do you? Well, share it, please. Nobody. I mean, friends, family. Nobody liked my ex-wife when we were dating. They were all. They all said, "You can't be serious. You're actually going to go through with marrying." And I went like, "I don't know. I guess so." <laughs> Are you so- <laughs> because she then, was horrible? She was a terrible person. Then so. wh- then why did you go through with it? I don't know. Whatever. Just, did your family at that time? I was like, eh, you know, whatever. Thirty, I'll do it. No, but I'm saying. I'll do it. Did you, you can really <laughs> tell that all of your family members like just did not like her. Well, the first clue was when they said, we hate her. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> and that was after what kind of an event? Probably Christmas or something. Right. Wow. She was, you I know, mean, like oh, a cold fish. She was okay. ice cold all the okay. time. All right. And not only that, but your, your family still gets together. And I understand whenever, I mean, I understand and I move aside whenever... If your mom and dad just want a picture with their kids, yeah. you know, that's okay. It's not like no, a big wanna... deal. You don't have to get your feelings hurt over it. I want to go back to Drew's family saying, we hate your wife. <laughs> well, no, that was, she wasn't his wife yet. <laughs> All right. Um, hey, we love your advice as well. Check in with us wherever you are right now. And welcome to The Fit Show. Yeah! The one. The one, the only. You're listening to The Fit Show. Everyone give it up for Fitz Happens Live. This is the Fit Show. Fit happens live. Welcome back to the show. And if you're not a P1, you need to be one. Just tune us in, turn it up, and keep it on. Set this show as the number one button on your preset and never, ever, ever take it off. It is the most exclusive club that anyone can join. Just lock this show in on your number one preset, that first button, that number one on your radio, and you never take it off. You're with us. We're with you. You know, over the years, I've been uh, really lucky to be able to coach, you know, my kids and in, in different sports and stuff. And uh, um, I have a new basketball team this year. Uh, and I'm the coach of my little kids team. My, my daughter, Drew, who is six, and my son, Cash, who is five. And we had our first practice last night. Woo! I thought we were, are we getting the big announcement here? What do you mean? The name? No, not yet. Well, not, not yet. yet. See, okay. I, yeah, I was, I was going to get to that. Well, first there was the practice. And this is the first time I've worked with the, the little, little kids. You know, usually it's like, you know, the eight, 12, 12, nine. eight, nine, or maybe even 12, 13 year olds and stuff that I've coached before. But let me tell you something. The five and six year olds, it is a completely new and exhausting ball game. And what I mean is... I was, did you see me when I was done? Oh, yeah. You were drenched. I was completely drenched. Like, I'd had this full workout. And not really because of all the movement and stuff, mainly of, you know, kind of walking with the little ones and showing them where to go. That's where I was getting my steps and my sweat. I picture it like herding cats. I picture, like, all these kids going separate directions at the same time. Yes. Yes. How do you think the practice went? I thought Uh, it went spectacularly. And even I, I could tell all the parents were smiling. They were happy. You were really positive with all the kids. I just like that. Yeah, we just, you know what? The important thing was we had a lot of fun. But at the end of the practice, we did discuss what the name of our little team is going to be. And I and I, uh, I had all little new basketballs for them. So they all get to go home and keep their ball. Nice. They're responsible for their basketball. And uh, I'm like, okay, guys, now every team has got to have a team name. What do you think? And I heard a couple of good ones. Um, my daughter, Drew, wants to be the Star Warriors. Mm-hmm. Cash good, wants good to play. Cash wants to be the Golden Warriors. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, there's a sweet little girl, Ella, and she wanted to be the Gleamers. Okay. 
Charlie wanted to be the Skittles. <laughs> and uh, right. there, there's a couple a couple more, and I'm, I'm really open to some really cool suggestions. The I said, wolves? I yeah, we had some the wolves. Lions. I think if you want Skittles, you could maybe look for some corporate sponsorship. For sure. Maybe get the Mars company to buy yeah. you some jerseys, but each jersey would be a different color, though. Yeah. <laughs> Wouldn't that be great? Yeah. The Skittles. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, the other team. Everyone's got a different jersey on. Guys, today we have the toughest game of our life. We're taking on the Skittles. <laughs> I can't believe you lost to the Skittles. <laughs> Not the Skittles. Wouldn't it be great if the Skittles ended up being like the most feared team throughout the land? <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> yeah, so how do you get to the, I mean, how, but how do we finally decide what the name of the team is going to be? Well, is it a democracy? Are you going to let the kids vote? Absolutely. Get their I, first taste, maybe? I, I want them to feel like they chose the name of their team. Mm-hmm. Whether it's the Skittles or the Gleamers or the Golden... Uh, Warriors. Yeah. Did every kid come up with an idea or just a few kids? Just a few. And I threw it out to the moms and dads, too. You asked every kid, and every kid gave you an answer. The only one that didn't give you an answer right away was Ella. And then later on, she came back up to you after practice and told told him the Gleamers. So if anybody has any idea, I would love some suggestions uh, for my little kid's basketball team. You could just message me real quick. Facebook.com slash follow fit. Stand by. A reality check is on the way next the Fit Show. Fit happens. Live. The Fit Show. F-I-T with a Z. Follow Ah, uh, Welcome to Friday Eve and wherever you are right now at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app. You could send me a message right now uh, on Facebook real quick. Say what's up. Facebook.com slash follow fits. Looking at my show sheet today, I have... Uh, Quite a few audio scraps I could still get to. Some leftover audio scraps. scraps. Yeah. Like that audio like, scraps. Like table scraps. Yeah. Let's see, let's see what this is. This is a this is a clip of William Shatner. Apparently he released another song for the Shatner Clause Christmas album. <laughs> <laughs> and apparently he made this with various artists. This one is uh it's a video for Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer with Billy Gibbons of ZZ Top. Wow, okay. All right, let's see. Rudolph, the red nosed reindeer. Had a very shiny nose. And if you ever saw it, you would even say it glows. All of the other reindeers. Oh my god. Used to call them names. They never let poor Rudolph. So I guess there's not any singing involved. It's just Rudolph the. Yeah, he's sort of a spoken word artist, but it's crazy to think that Shatner's like 90 years old and he's still got that much energy. Yeah. But isn't it important at that age, I mean, to to, to stay active and and definitely have a reason? We read about this every day. You got got to wake up with a reason to get up. You got to have something to look forward to. I'm going to tell my grandpa he needs to get into spoken word poetry. Oh, can you imagine? Slam poetry. When is his uh, 90th? This weekend. This weekend. All right, I have some more audio scraps. Um,. I'm pretty excited about this. Starbucks has a brand new drink for the holidays. I mean, it's called the Jumpier Latte. Jumpier. Uh, it's supposed to be Juniper. Juniper. Yeah, but it, well, there's it, a, oh, it's this is spelled J U N. Look at the title above it. Look at look at the title. Sorry, it's a Juniper Latte. Yeah. Okay. Well, and apparently they they say this tastes like Christmas in a cup. What does Christmas in a cup taste like? Well, I hope it doesn't taste like juniper because that's like uh, I'm pretty sure juniper is what gin tastes like. It's juniper syrup. <laughs> Dust, dusted with pine citrus sugar. Well, I guess it's going to have a real pine tree smell then. 
right, let, uh, let me, hang on, let me pull this. Check out Starbucks' latest holiday concoction. It is the Juniper Latte. And people are saying it's basically like taking a Christmas tree and pouring it into a cup and drinking it. <laughs> wow. So if that sounds good, this might be for you. In any case, it is a wintry new drink made of espresso, steamed milk infused with juniper syrup, capped with velvety foam, and a dusting of pine citrus sugar. Yeah. Where's the peppermint? Because I'm, I'm picturing like some peppermint in there as well. Well, maybe you stir it with a peppermint, peppermint stir. stick. Yeah, but that just sounds like a tree. Yeah. It sounds more Who like wants- a smelly candle than something you want to drink. Yeah, why would you want to like, why don't you just pull a... Pull a couple of pine needles off your tree and just chew on them. <laughs> All right, stand by. What are you kidding me? Stories are on the way. The Fit Show. Break it up, son, and break out the rally. Now back to the Fit Show. Fit happens. Live. All right, send us a selfie right now. Just a selfie. Just to you know, let us know that you're there and stuff. Snap what you, uh, yeah, or excuse me. No, don't snap what you see. Send us a selfie. Mm-hmm. And you can do that. Just go to Facebook.com. Slash follow fits. Follow fits. Mm-hmm. That's right. Just give it a follow. Check it out. No, no. Less is more. All right. Ready? We do it one more time. Follow fits. That way, you know, it'll maybe stick in their mind, you know. Because you can follow me there. Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or Snapchat. Just literally those words. Mm-hmm. Andrew, remember a couple of days ago, you went to celebrate um, your grandfather's 90th? 90th. 90th birthday party. Yes. And so what, you went out there, you had a good time with your grandpa, you saw your grandma. Yeah, I had a great time with both of them. Uh, of course, grandpa was the focus of the event. He's 90, uh, really fit and with it for 90. But, you know, works every day. But all of a sudden, Drew sends me this text message last night. He's like, listen, I got to tell you something about my grandma. He goes, I forgot to tell you. But he says, when I, and he said, I learned about this when I was at my grandfather's 90th birthday party. He goes, when I tell you about this, he goes, it's going to blow your mind. You will not even believe me. So now I'm like, oh my God, what, what is going on with your granny? So my, someone pried this out of her. She was telling a little story and, and someone in the family got her going on this. But here's the story. In the mid-1960s, my grandma and grandpa were living in the Seattle area, which is home to Boeing, right? The Boeing company. Sure, makes, make the, make the big jets. airplanes. And something that Boeing um, also makes is a lot of military stuff. And at the time, they were making stuff for the space program. Well, something that Boeing won the contract for and made was the moon buggy. That's the buggy that you see the astronauts driving on the moon. Mm-hmm. Wow. Right? They, they designed it. They manufactured it. They only ever made three moon buggies. Well, guess what? My grandmother worked on the moon buggy. <gasps> she actually was, she worked on the team that built all three of the NASA space moon buggies. She, she saw them. She got to touch it. She and all saw them. She touched them. She worked on them. She assembled them and all of that. Well, right at the end of the program. They had all three buggies in one room, and it was a secure space, and it was also a clean room space. So you had to be in there in your, uh, you know, the, the coveralls with your hair covered and all that stuff. Well, at one time, right at the end, just as they were about to take these buggies away, my grandmother was left alone with the moon buggies. Absolutely true story. And she, you know, she kind of looked around. She thought, why not? She reached up under her hair cover. She plucked three hairs out of her own head. 
and she put one hair in the front strut of each moon buggy. Wow. Her own personal hair DNA. in the buggy. Nobody was around. She looked around. As she was doing it, she says, she heard a <clears throat> from behind her. She turns around and she sees her supervisor standing there. Her boss, the boss man, saw her do this. Did they fire of, her on the spot? No. <laughs> now, this is the part of the story she's not willing to commit to, but she says he, there may or may not be three of his hairs in there, too. Point being, right now, on the moon. Your DNA. DNA. My DNA is on the moon. So there are three buggies. One is at the Boeing Space Center. One is, I think, at Houston or one of the other space centers, or it might be the Smithsonian. The other one is sitting on the moon right now. So, like, your DNA or whatever could be, like, festering in some sort of bacteria yeah. cell right now, and you are alien life. Yeah. Or in 100 million years, when aliens decide to clone humans from what they find on the moon, they're going to make my granny. <laughs> Listening to the Fit Show. Fit happens live. And now, and now, it's time for your Why Are You Kidding Me? Stories of the Day. Yes, ladies and gentlemen, of course, here standing by with the news that did not make the news. Uh, feel free to send What Are You Kidding Me? Stories. Facebook.com slash follow fits. As I, uh, I take you out of Massachusetts, somebody wasn't thinking. The Historical Society of Dorchester, Massachusetts, is in some trouble for a Christmas card that they uh, they mass mailed to their supporters. Oh, no. Oh. Oh, no. And it, it reads, we're dreaming of a white Dorchester. Oh, no. Oh, Lord. It doesn't help that Dorchester is 22% white, um, 18% Hispanic, and 45% uh, African American. And it's a neighborhood south of Boston, um where this went down. It, it didn't go over well with some of the people. And there were uh, many, many apologies. I do have exclusive What Are You Kidding Me audio. It reads, we're dreaming of a white Dorchester. The Historical Society says the holiday invite was designed with Bing Crosby's classic song, White Christmas, in mind. But it didn't go over as planned. With everything going on in the world today, with the white Christmas, they could have chose better wording. Clearly, they should have actually went through several people before they even thought about putting that on there. It's inappropriate. I mean, it can go either way. It would depend on how you would take it. I mean, some people can't wait for a white Christmas, you know, so it would all just depend on how you take it. Dot historical, right? So you get it, right? Wow. Yeah. I, I was thinking it was a complete misprint, but I think they were actually thinking of like a snowy Dorchester. Sure. Of course they were. Course. That is, I mean, come on. You got to do better than that. All right, That's let's, stupid. Let's go to page two. What? Are you kidding me? I'm going to take everyone now out of Switzerland. Stupid's what got you there. An American tourist went hang gliding. You might have seen this video going around. On, it was headline news. Went hang gliding off of a four thousand foot mountain edge in Switzerland recently and the instructor forgot to strap him in oh somehow oh my God. he hung on for 2 minutes and 14 seconds until they landed the video was petrifying he tore his left bicep he broke his right wrist upon the landing needed a titanium plate four screws this is them taking off exclusive what are you kidding me audio are you ready for strong run? Yes. Three, two, one, go. Run, 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 run.
There's and no then, screaming involved? Oh, he they watched the whole video. He is trying to figure out what's going on. The I mean, the entire time realizes he's not strapped in. Uh, the hang glider at that point is trying to get it down, trying to kind of save this guy's life. At the same time, he's thinking, man, if this guy keeps pulling on me, we're all going to die. Yeah, you have to steer by pushing your body around. So he's doing it with one one arm. Yeah. And you got to watch this video. We'll post it uh, on our Facebook page right now, okay? Whose job was that? Was that the instructors? Yeah, one the job. instructors. Yeah, you got one job to do. So Take check- care of that person. <laughs> now you lost your company. Yep. <laughs> Way to go. Whoops. <laughs> so check out the video, facebook.com slash follow fits. And there you go. You got the... What? Are, are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. This happens. Live. Yeah, man. So the beginning of this good stuff, it it might sound like this guy has one goal in mind, and that's try to hook up with a pretty lady, okay? Okay. Maybe that was this guy's motivation. But it it gets really, really sweet. There's this guy in Southeast England. His name is Billy Higgins. What's up, Billy Higgins? He looks like he's uh, probably late 20s, I guess, and he recently signed up to donate bone marrow. All because he wanted to talk to a woman that he saw standing in line. Wow. So, again, I do want to say that the fact that he had a crush on her was probably the motivation here. Sure. But that's okay. Uh, um, because you know what? It, it got him to sign up. So, his bone marrow ended up saving the life of a 10-year-old boy named Rupert Cross. And Rupert spent about 80 days in the hospital after he was diagnosed with a very, very rare blood disorder. And then he matched with Billy's bone marrow and the transplant completely cured him. They say recently uh, uh, that they get to meet for the very first time. And Rupert's mom got so emotional about it. She just, you know, her little boy's alive. She couldn't stop crying. Uh, The story gets even better. Billy, remember Billy Higgins? Oh, yeah. He ended up marrying the girl that he stood Aww, in line to talk to. Awesome. I was just going to say, if she didn't date him after that, <laughs> she has to. Like, we need to put together a campaign or something. But I'm glad to hear they got together. Ended up on the register because uh, the girl I liked was in the queue. <laughs> if you've got that opportunity to provide the bone marrow that someone desperately needs, then you have to do that. It's the right thing to do. I feel very lucky. And I can't believe that someone would do this for me. He's a superman. <laughs> I'll take that one. Do you guys hear that? He's a superman. And you, each of us have that opportunity to be a superman or a superwoman to someone if we if we do that. I've never signed up to do bone marrow. I How hard either. is it? What do you do? I don't it's, know. I think they have to... I heard they got to get painful. it from your hip. Yeah, they like drill into your hip it's a little painful. bit. Oh. I can tell you that. I know that... Um, remember I told wow. you recently, a friend of mine on Facebook, his wife recently did it she found out that she was a match for someone in houston and she drove down there and she had never met this woman in her life Mm. and she gave her bone marrow and it was tough they had pictures she she was feeling bad but i mean the point is you're saving someone's life you you have a maybe a couple days maybe several days of pain and discomfort but someone else is dying you're saving a life with that so is it just a simple blood check they and and then from there they see if you have the possibility to be a, a Bone marrow donor? Probably. From just you know giving some blood? Yeah, I believe so. Hmm. All right. Well, yeah, there you go. That is the good stuff. Yeah, man, that's the good stuff. The Fit Show. Now, please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome. Please welcome.
Please welcome. Please welcome. Y'all please welcome. Now back to the Fit Show. It happens live. Welcome back to the show, and I am on Instagram right now. Search two words: follow Fitz on Instagram. That's follow Fitz. You guys remember um, that movie? It, man, it was early. I, I was I'm an '80s baby, so it had to be early, maybe '80s, late kind of '80s with Michael Keaton, where he has a brain tumor, and he finds out he has a brain tumor, and he starts making tapes for his family. Yeah, uh, or, you know, because he knows he's not going to be in the world soon, right? So. And he does it uh, thinking, okay, so-and-so is 13 today. All right, Ben, now you're 14 today. You're 15, you know, like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it always it was very, very emotional. And then I heard about this um, this video that went viral recently. It was actually this short film in England. And, um, well, it's definitely a Christmas tearjerker. It's a guy who plays tapes from his mother every Christmas since she passed away. And he's getting ready finally to listen to the 10th and very last one. And she wishes him a Merry Christmas, and um, I'm going to play some of the rest for you right now. Hi, Chris. It's Mum. Merry Christmas, Poppet. Another year has passed. I wanted to start this one by saying something I haven't said yet, which is thank you. Thank you for taking the time to remember me. After all these years, I can't believe you're going to be 30 soon. I wish I could be there to see how you've grown, to see what kind of man you've become. I know I would be so proud of you. So this is it, my last tape. I wish I could keep talking to you every Christmas, but it's time to say goodbye. Just remember how much I love you. Never forget that, okay? I will always be your mum. Before I go, let me tell you a story about the happiest day of my life. The day you were born. Wow. Wow. Alright, we'll be right back. This is The Fit Show. So, check this out. Straight out of country. This Fit Happens Live. Ladies and gentlemen, is the Fit Show. Say hello to us right now. Just snap what you see and send it back to me. You know, a selfie or whatever. Just snap what you're looking at. Facebook.com slash follow fits and post it on my page. Facebook.com slash follow fits. Um, actress Reese Witherspoon is, is kind of sparking a little controversy recently. She thinks that you should be brutally honest with kids about their strengths and weaknesses. And I want to know what everybody thinks about that. Do you think you should be brutally honest with your kids about basically what they aren't good at? Absolutely. I... That's how I was raised. Um, I mean, they they would encourage you to work and excel and try, but they also didn't sugarcoat it. If you weren't good at basketball, they said you're not good at basketball. I don't know. I guess I kind of disagree a little bit. I feel like even if somebody's not that good at something, if you give them hope and confidence, you know, pump them up a little bit, it might 
it might change the game form. It might make them enjoy it a little bit better. In that case, they might try a little harder. And who knows? One day might be able to master what at once they weren't even good at. I, I think that's, yes, there's value in that. But in life, we only have so much hours in our day. And we only have so many days in a year. So we need to be able to spend time doing the things we're going to be able to be successful at. So let me give you an example. Somebody says, hey, Dad, you know, I I, I want to play football. A couple games go into the season. So a a father to sit down and say, hey, son, listen, I'm going to be honest with you. Football ain't your sport. Well, is is that what we're talking about? um, Yes, but... It's not, hey, football's not your sport. Knock it off. Quit. It's, you may not be the best on the field, but if you go out there and you give it your all or you committed to this team, you know, you, now that you've committed to the team, you so there's quit. multiple lessons in there. Right. Bethany, you have any thoughts on this? Well, I mean, I wish I knew an example of how she's, you know, what she's talking about. Like, what you're talking about or, I don't know, is she just like, you know, math isn't your strength, you know, you should quit. <laughs> I don't oh, I know. Agree I mean, I'm like, <laughs> yeah, I agree that. I wish, I don't know. I, I just think it's important whenever, I mean, to be honest, but at the same point, supportive. And that's the yeah. fine line that you have to walk on, especially keeping, you know, kids' emotions in mind. Angela says, we all have weaknesses and strengths. Our parents are the ones that we look to for comfort. There's nothing wrong with them also making us uncomfortable if we can grow from their knowledge. I think knowing it's your strengths is a very powerful tool in the world. Like, so you're not wasting your time in things that maybe aren't suited to you. Yeah, I think maybe it's about the delivery. Yeah. You know? It's not what it's, you say, but how yeah. you say it. Don't yeah. say you suck, uh-huh. but say, hey, let's look into blank because that's something you're good at. Liz says, I always talked about their strengths and how great they were. I just encouraged them to try everything and they would find their love and what they were strongest at eventually. So yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know. I mean, maybe they'll find out through trial and error, and maybe that's the point that you sit down and go, hey, maybe this isn't your thing. Let's find something else. Yeah. yeah. Maybe you'll like. you really enjoy. Blah, blah, blah. Nudging them in the right direction. Encouraging them in the things they're good at. Little nudge. Little yeah. nudge. Little pat, pat. Nudge it. Vince happens live. F-I-T with a Z. Come on. This is the Fit Show. This is my team, baby. Fitz happens live. Happy Throwback Thursday, everybody. And uh, um, just like we're about to do, I hope you, you do the same thing. Find some old jams that just, you know, just kind of bring it on back and uh, and play them for yourself today. Drew, I want you to tell us your Throwback Thursday, but you also have to tell us why you chose this particular Throwback Thursday song. So the reason I chose this song is it's fall. It's finally, like, legitimately fall. It's dark earlier. It's cooler out. Yeah. It's, it's You can smell people's fireplaces in the air. You can smell fireplaces, that smoky smell through your neighborhood. And it just, whenever I think fall, it takes me back to, like, junior high and high school. And the band Depeche Mode always felt like fall to me. Interesting. So I, so I picked this song. like he would sing the Mode. Yeah, so moody. So this takes you, this is a very fall-like reminder for you. Yeah, it feels very gloomy and fall-like, but good at the same time. Are you depressed right now? Not at all. You doing okay? Yeah. All right. I mean, I could do with some more sunlight in the day, but yeah, I like longer days. Yeah. Well, you know, um, along those lines, you know what reminds me of fall? Uh, for my throwback jam, this song is actually from the year 2000. This song was released in the year 2000. And this song is about 
a child who goes to get his mama a pair of shoes. Oh, come on. We should have known that yeah. this was coming. This whole thing was a setup. Oh, my God. How it dare was just you. so he could play yeah. it. This whole break, this whole bit, we've been doing it for months. Oh. It's probably just for this moment. <laughs> I have never. How dare all of you for accusing me of that. This song's about a little kid. He goes and mama needs a brand new pair of Jessica Simpsons. And he runs down to get mama size size eight, you know, before she, you know, leaves the world. This song is called Christmas Shoes. Sure, I want to buy these shoes for my mama, please. They're just her size. It's Christmas Eve and these shoes are just her size. I mean, what a precious, precious song. But the little kid goes down. Mama's got to get something on her feet now. <laughs> I, yes. I, I'm not. I'm feeling like this story changes every time I hear it. Like sometimes it's a pair of basketball shoes in size 11. Sometimes it's well, it depends. Jessica Simpson I mean, nines. <laughs> I mean, listen. Let's be honest. If she had her way, she'd definitely get those new Lebrons. Yeah. <laughs> but the kid doesn't have that much money. Here, I'd like to play it one more time for oh, you. All. Yeah, it's on. so good. You know what it's about, right? He had, I think so. And you don't think it's weird? They're just her size. Well, it's a happy coincidence. God, this gives me the tingles. It definitely makes me feel a certain way, too. It's Christmas magic is what it is. Uh, Bethany, the mouth from the South, what you got for Throwback Thursday? Save us, Bethany. Uh, I got, because this is the holiday season, so I'm definitely feeling it. It's not Depeche Mode, is it? No, it's not Depeche Mode, but it's the holiday season, and this is what I'm talking about. Russia. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. Queen, Freddie Mercury, and uh, David Bowie. What year? I don't know what year this came out. Sorry. Right. Oh, 1982. There you go. Hey, everybody, wherever you are right now, at home at work or in the car, listening on the app, happy Throwback Thursday. Your attention, please. You're listening to The Fit Show. Fit happens live. Fit happens live. Welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, if you like Twitter, find me on Twitter. Just search two words, follow Fitz. Again, that's two words, follow Fitz. My buddy Drew is right there, and uh, there's Bethany, the mouth from the south. If you can imagine for just a moment, that toy that whenever you hear the, the, the sound the toy makes, what toy it, does your child have that drives you absolutely out of your mind? I mean, we're not even to Christmas yet, but mm-hmm. already it's like certain toys are being brought out in my house and leading up to Christmas Day, and I went to bed with Teddy Ruxpin last night, and... You know, early, early in the morning, it's Teddy Ruxpin, and you wake up and you see these really, you know, kind of really big, glowing eyes staring at you, and then he's like, ah, I'm Teddy Ruxpin. Can you and I be friends? <laughs> and it's like, you know, 427 Not before my coffee, Teddy. <laughs> yeah. Get out of here, Teddy. So my daughter's all about Teddy Ruxpin right now, and then she's like, you know, and then that leads to another 45 minutes of daddy. Well, did you have Teddy Ruxpin when you were little? I'm like, yeah, I actually did. But you had to put a cassette tape in Teddy Ruxpin for mm-hmm. him to talk then. And now. And he all... was gigantic, too. Now he's web enabled. 
Yep. Yeah, is there really like a Teddy Ruxpin app now? Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's it, how it's he, Bluetooth, isn't it? Yeah, that's how he talks. Is you have to put it on the app, and the app tells the story while he also, you know, he actually talks. <sighs> and his eyes light up, and they 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 almost look like uh, laser like in the middle of the night. It's very petrifying. I imagine because before they were the, those those are like clack clack, like, like they snap open and shut. Yeah. Now they're like those lenses. Yeah. Uh, I'd love to hear from you right now, moms and dads. Wherever you are right now, what is that one toy that just makes the annoying, the crazy sound in your house that you just wish that your child did not have? Yeah, as, as a, uh, I don't have any children, but both of my sisters do. When their kids were younger, I would set out every year at Christmas to buy the most noisy and annoying <laughs> toys I could for their kidding? kids. Oh yeah, every year. You did it on purpose. Yeah. Oh yeah, one year I got this wacky sax for my niece Madison uh, when she was, I don't know, five or six, and it was this plastic saxophone that had all kinds of lights and buttons and it made all these crazy noises and the, it was better than I could have dreamed because the thing would just go off on its own so they'd be everyone oh. would be asleep in the house and suddenly this thing would start playing music and I, I believe it got shattered in the I driveway mean, it can almost point. give people heart attacks yeah well, it's like at Halloween when you're on the front porch and you walk past those little Dracula things and they're like Rah! yeah <laughs> you know well for me okay uh, you know those little push mowers that have the pop, 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 Yes. If anyone gives you that present, they do not love you. <laughs> if, the, if anyone gives your kids that present, they do not love you. Also, number two, anything that you press its hand or whatever and it starts dancing or singing. Yeah. I want to throw it out the window. And I just want to tell you there's a new toy that's coming out this season. Loud it's noises. Huge. Loud noises. It's huge. It's uh it, it's like a plush shark and it sings the baby oh, shark. Oh, baby shark song. song. Oh, is baby that what is that what she was singing? Shark, baby do, shark do, song? Do, 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 uh, oh. Get ready. Evil. All right, what is the most annoying toy in your household? I would I would love to hear from you. This is the Fit Show. Fitch happens live. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome. Now, back to more Fitz. Fitz. It happens live. 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 F-I-T with a Z. You know, on Thursdays, we get a throwback a little bit. Mm-hmm. Doesn't everybody enjoy Throwback Thursday? I mean, occasionally I love getting in my memories and... You know, you know what I've noticed? I've, I'm becoming a memory poster. Like, I see the memories uh, come up all the time, and I'm constantly, four years ago, I was with my dog getting whipped cream here. Or, I mean, it, it could be anything. That's He's not kidding. That's really his memory. Yeah, it really Puppuccinos. is. Puppuccinos. But um, I just love that. Throwback Thursday is on. And here's what we're going to do right now. We're going to give you some Throwback Thursday jams and tell you the story behind the song. Why we chose this particular song for Throwback okay. Thursday. Uh, and if you have any good Throwback Thursday jams, send me a message real quick. Um, just go to Facebook, facebook.com slash follow fits. Drew, please begin Throwback Thursday. Mine is a Christmas sound, a Christmas song, and it's Mannheim Steamrollers Christmas. Oh, Lord. Is this what you have like when you're standing in your robe, holding your wine, standing by your blinds at night? Yes. And here's the story. Yes. So this is Mannheim <laughs> Steamrollers been on forever. I think this album came out in 83 or 84. Okay. But my sixth grade music teacher introduced this to us, and Miss Adair, who's Ooh. out there somewhere probably. What's up, Miss Adair? Uh, and I mean, mission accomplished. She wanted to expose us to different music. This really got me thinking... Like, it's the first time I heard a cool rendition of Christmas music where they, they did different instrumentation and made it sort of hip and cool. And you remember that as a kid. Yeah, and I've stuck with it. And it's why I love, uh, you know, the, what's the new one? Trans-Siberian. Trans-Siberian. Love that stuff. Wow. Because of this.
Why don't you go to uh, Siberia and watch him perform it? Just might. Yeah, wouldn't that Those be tickets something? tickets are expensive. Are they really? Yeah. Uh, Bethany, what about you? What's your Throwback Thursday selection My today? My Throwback Thursday is pretty old, um, but I like to listen to it when I'm doing the dishes <laughs> or mopping around the house. Really? It's fun, and um, it always gets me in a good mood. And name of the song and what year? I don't know the year. Well, it doesn't matter, I but guess. But it's old. <laughs> you'll know You'll know it's old, and it, I don't know, maybe the 50s, okay. I'm guessing? Let's see. It's Frankie Valli and Walk Like a Man. I'm a huge Robert Downey Jr. fan. This makes me think of Howie Mandel for some reason. Weird. Yeah. I think I he was in the movie Walk Like a Man, wasn't he? I don't know, but... I don't know. Google it. Yeah, but go ahead. Robert Downey Jr. Robert Downey Jr. is in a movie. I believe it's called like Heart and Soul or, yep. or something like that. And it's... I always had a huge crush on Robert Downey Jr. whenever I was little. And he sings this song with the ghosts that are around him, if you've seen the movie. And so I've always loved it since then. I swear, I think Howie Mandel was in a movie called Walk Like a Man. I could be... It's weird what music does to you. Was it one where a dog and a man changed places or something? That's vaguely ringing a bell. Could be. Yeah. Um, All right, here's mine real quick uh, for Throwback Thursday. I'm an 80s baby in a 70s Mercedes. Okay. Anyway, I was an 80, I was a kid of the 80s, and my first concert was actually going to Wichita Falls High School in North Texas and watching Alabama cool. perform. I was probably four years old, I guess. If you're gonna play from 1984, Texas, you gotta have a fiddle in the band. If you're gonna play in that Texas, the guitar is hot, but not for Louisiana man. So rolls enough that both are faded love, and that's all dance. And that's Throwback Thursday. This is Green Gray Bob. Fitz is my son. I proudly served my country from 66 through 72 with the Army Special Forces. We live in a land of the free because of our brave men and women, past and present. This is our troop salute. How do you measure a man? Well, in America in 1942, the measurement certainly started at joining the service. George Herbert Walker Bush was a very young man in December of 1941 when the Japanese surprise attack on Pearl Harbor thrust America into World War II. And that's where he was called. He was just 18 years old and still his senior year at Phillips Academy in the Northeast United States. And that very young man opted to put his college plans on hold immediately and without hesitation to join the United States war effort as soon as he graduated Phillips Academy in that spring of 1942. And it would be very fair to say that he was a privileged young man. And with college plans already in place, he surely could have continued with his path and probably avoided the war altogether. But that was not the man that George Bush was. He joined the Navy and immediately signed up to be a pilot. After a 10-month training program aboard the USS Sable, he was commissioned Ensign 
Bush on June 9th, 1943. Drew, what does that mean? Ensign Bush. Uh, that's the first officer rank. That's an 01 in the Navy. His commission uh, in June came three days before his 19th birthday, making him the youngest naval aviator in the U.S. Navy at the time. Ensign Bush flew Grumman TBM Avengers from the USS San Jacinto into the Pacific Theater, earning a promotion to Lieutenant Junior Grade and during an attack at the Japanese strongholds at Bonin Islands. Lieutenant Bush's plane was struck by enemy flak, but he still delivered his bombs and torpedoes on target. He was forced to ditch the aircraft in the sea. And Lieutenant Bush parachuted safely to the sea, but his co-pilot was killed when his chute failed to open. Sound familiar, right? Maverick and Goose? Bush waited in a life draft until he was rescued by the submarine USS Finback, and he lived and worked on the Finback for a whole month. That's right, he lived on the submarine. He was out there for another 30 days after they rescued him. For a whole month, he was participating in the rescue of other downed airmen before returning to the San Jacinto. And Lieutenant Bush took the loss of his fellow airmen to heart. He often wondered why he was saved when others were not. He wondered if God had a plan for him all along, and he vowed to never forget those brave men. Before leaving the Navy, Bush married his sweetheart, Barbara Pierce, in 1945. The marriage produced six children, although a tragic illness took their daughter, Robin, before she had a chance at life. Well, she was four. Yeah. After his discharge from the Navy, Bush enrolled at Yale, where he earned a degree in economics. He became president of his fraternity and even played on the Yale baseball team in the first two College World Series ever. After college, George moved his family to Texas, entered the oil business. Then he became head of the CIA. And with all that success going on, he turned his attention to politics. He won his first public office in 1966. And after a long and diverse political career, he became the vice president of the United States in 1980. In 1988, after two terms as VP, he was elected to the office of the president of the United States, where he served from 89 to 93. George Herbert Walker Bush was the first incumbent vice president to be elected to president in 152 years. Wow. His marriage to Barbara lasted until her death in 2018, making them the longest married presidential couple in the history of the nation at 73 years of marriage. The next longest pair was John and Abigail Adams at 54. See? On November 30th, 2018, former President George Herbert Walker Bush passed away at the age of 94 years old. And if we ask how to measure a man, we must look at the lifetime of service from George H.W. Bush as the highest marks on that role, along with the lifetime of commitment to his family and his nation. The Fit Show. And now... And now... It's time for your... Why are you kidding me? Stories of the day. Yes, of course, standing by right now with the news that did not make the news. So excited to be your what-are-you-kidding-me anchorman. This is worth a what-the-repeat. We actually mentioned this to you earlier, but do you remember what I titled the story? Uh, Forgot the straps. Oh, forgot, forgot the ties. Yeah. Forgot the ties. There's some idiots in Ohio. They recently just moved a couch by putting the couch on top of their SUV. But instead of t- uh, tying it down, one of them sat on top to keep it from flying off. So, again, the couch is already on top of the SUV. 
The dude then gets on top of the couch and got to put some weight on it. Yeah. What they forgot was their physics lesson. And they also forgot a woman who happened to uh, be providing some unbelievable commentary to this video. Listen to this. Look at this, y'all. Do y'all see this? This is real right here on Gettysburg. The couch is on the car. The boy is riding to hold the couch. <laughs> this is not real. But it is. I feel like I'm being pumped. Look at this. Unbelievable. All right. I love her. Let's go to page two. What? Are you kidding me? Out of the Lone Star State, ladies and gentlemen, a this is titled... Wedding Crasher. A wedding photographer out of Dallas, Fort Worth, who also does some bikini modeling on the side, was working at a wedding last Saturday night in Fort Worth. And she got really, really drunk. And uh, she also made love to one of the guests. Oh. Is that against the rules? I'm not even done. She also went oh. outside and used the bathroom on a tree. Oh. And uh, they arrested her for public intoxication, y'all. Straight up. From what, what I understand, wedding photographer. Yeah. I think uh, she had. She also had some some drugs mixed in with the <gasps> oh. alcohol. Have you done some further investigation yes, to these I have. "What Are You Kidding Me" stories? Mm-hmm. So, so that means you're looking for the details. We have well. a rule for "What Are You Kidding Me" stories. No details. <laughs> no details. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but I want some of them. What's up? Nothing. She she just had. They found some some pills in her uh. in her purse. And so they okay. think that really she probably drank along with that, which okay. would explain the crazy behavior. But she seems like a sweet gal. She just had a bad reaction to her meds. <laughs> <laughs> Next weekend, let's do pictures again. Yeah. All right, there you go. You got the. What are you kidding me? Stories of the day breaking every single hour. This is the Fit Show. Fit happens live. Fit happens. Live, live, live. Hey, welcome back, kids. It's me, Fitz Navidad. And there's Dasher Drew, Blitz and Bethany right over there, the, uh, the mouth from the south. And wherever you are, uh, real quick, at home, at work, in the car, listening on the app, it's send a selfie time. Like, if you hear my voice right now, wherever you're hearing it, do this for me and send me a selfie. Just post it on my page, facebook.com slash follow fits. Facebook.com slash follow fits. I don't know if y'all know, but I am a basketball coach on my little uh, little baby's basketball team. We're still trying to come up with a name. And they have a lot of questions about Christmas. The kids do? Oh, yeah. For their basketball coach? Yeah. Interesting. We, well, I'm a different basketball coach, but before uh, practice actually started, we started talking about Christmas. I don't know how it happened. We started talking about Santa before we even touched the basketball. And they have some questions, and, and I was wondering maybe if we could – you know, answer some some of these Christmas questions for for the children. Okay, you, and you got to know there's a bunch of kids listening right now too. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so Drew, I'm going to kick it off with you, uh, Drew. Um, yeah. Why is Santa so fat? Can you answer that for all the kids? Well, it takes a ton of energy to perform all the gift delivery that he does on that night. So he actually bulks up for Christmas. Santa carries uh, about fifty less pounds all okay. year round. He actually builds for Christmas. Yeah, it's like hibernation. Yeah. Right. Um, and kids, I'll, I'll tell you another reason Santa's really fat because you know all the cookies and stuff and little treats that, that you leave for Santa Claus. He eats all those. Well, yeah, then there's that. Yeah, and then, then Mrs. Claus, that's her responsibility is to get him 
you know, and not only that, but it's really cold up there. She likes to fatten her man you up. You got a little extra layer, you know, to yeah. keep him warm. Mm-hmm. She likes to grab onto it. Yeah, yeah, she might like a little muffins. Okay. Um, all right, what about this? How does Santa get down uh, the <laughs> chimney? So many kids want to know how Magic. Santa Claus really gets down the chimney. Yeah, I always had this uh, question for my folks because we had a chimney that had a grate on top. Yeah. And they said, it's magic. He can actually make himself very small if he needs to. He does that little twinkle in his nose, shrinks way down, drops in, grows back up. Oh, see, I've yeah. always thought that he just kind of lubes up the chimney and, you no. know, kind of squeezes right down. I mean, well, I was having this discussion with our kids because uh, we were watching the Polar Express and they were asking some questions about Santa Claus, and I said, "Look, I mean, let, let's let's face it. This is one guy that's got to make it around the world in one night and deliver all those gifts and visit all those homes." I said, "So obviously, it's magic. He's magic. I mean, yes. you know, God made Santa Claus magic whenever He gave him the job." And sp- that's right. And he gets to live like forever until he passes it down to somebody else if he wants to. I mean, mm-hmm. I mean, Santa's got that option. You know, it's kind of like the Pope. He could, you know, you- right. But he can't resign like the Pope. Remember the no. Pope resigned a while back. That's right. Anyway, I, I remember thinking Santa as a little never kid resigned. that I had trapped my parents with that question. I said, well, what about people who don't have chimneys? Because I had some friends who didn't have chimneys at their house. And my mom told me that Santa, he would shrink himself down and come through the keyhole in their front door. Mm-hmm. But I learned she might have been wrong. She might have made that up because the movie The Santa Claus, they show that he just makes a chimney appear. He can he can right. manifest yeah. a chimney in your Absolutely. house. Oh, he's all about the chimney. Mm-hmm. Uh, and finally... Um, how does Santa Claus fly? And and kids, I'll tell you right now, he's got secret like uh, magic Christmas dust. It's that dust that you see that just shines and sparkles at night under the sleigh. That is the secret magic dust, along obviously with the reindeer that chug and chug and chug and get Santa Claus speed. But it's the actual dust that gives him the ability to you know fly everywhere. Magic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Think we answered a whole bunch of questions. Yeah. Huh? Christmas is taken care of, kids. Yeah. Any more questions? Direct them here. We'll answer them. (laughs) Give us the tough ones. All all your Christmas questions now. Hit us up on the request line. (laughs) The Fitz Show. It's time to open the Fitz box and read his Twitters and Facebooks and Instagrams and Twitters. Maybe Snapchat. Yeah, your questions, comments, concerns, the good, the bad, and the ugly about this show. You know how to find me. From Marianne. Marianne says, Fitz, I'm so glad that you just discovered the Hallmark Channel. Oh my God, you are so right. It is the best during the holidays. My TV stays locked on it from November 1st to the New Year's, and I think it's so good to have uplifting, positive holiday programming on my TV, and then I get you on my radio. I wish more stations would be as positive. Marianne. Wow. Oh, thanks, so Marianne. Nice. Thank you, Marianne. You are sweet. And um, oh, we didn't do a Hallmark Channel update today. No, we didn't. We'll do it. We'll do it tomorrow. Have you Gosh. also looked at the Lifetime Network? Because they are very Christmassy this time of year as well. No, no, I do love Lifetime. I think but Lifetime I did... and Hallmark might be the same. Like the, the, you know, under the same parent company. Sure. is what I'm saying. But there are two different channels. Yes, of course. So you're saying there's a possibility I can get more Christmas magic on Lifetime too? <gasps> no, but there uh, there is also a Hallmark. Uh, movies and mysteries. So there's two Hallmark channels. Oh my god! Um, there's Hallmark the regular, and then there's Hallmark movies and mysteries. Both of them play Christmas movies. Non-stop. Do they both? Do they both have Candace Cameron? Yes. Oh, undoubtedly. <laughs> Perfect. For sure. All right, uh, Greg. 
Hey, Fitz, you had a segment on last Friday about how men can set the mood during the holidays without spending a lot of money. You missed one, my friend. You missed one, and it's one word, candles. 60% of the time, it works every single time. Uh, <laughs> go, Greg. See what he did there? Yeah, I do. So, not only setting the mood for the holidays, but setting the mood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what, the smelly candles? He, did, he didn't recommend any kind of candles. I think There's, all candles work, but smelly candles are obviously the best. Sixty yeah. percent of the time it works every time. Yeah, candles are great. You know, I did something the other night around my bath. I took a bath. Yeah, it was actually a bubble bath. But I just lit two candles and put it by my feet and just chilled. How do you how do you fit in the tub? We have a big tub. That's a it's like a hot it's tub a, in the house, or it is a big tub. One of those troughs that they feed horses out of. Don't you worry about it. <laughs> There's one thing I know: you ain't never gonna see it. <laughs> it's probably a good thing. Got a stock tank in your bathroom. Jennifer says, uh, hey, Fitz, I heard you earlier in the past few days. You think you haven't done anything or that you're just a talking head behind a microphone? Wrong. You need to know your value. I'm a P1D1, and I love listening to the show every day. The world is so negative and political, and you give us something to look forward to that is fun. And you help me snap out of the blues when I get them. You're a rock star, in my opinion. Beef tips to you. Jennifer, Aww, thank you, Jennifer. That, wow, so that, nice. Is the one you told me you said oh, I was, I was, it was going to make me feel better? Yeah, I said you're going to like this. And that was actually a really, um, a really long writing. Yes, just, that was the bullet points there. Jennifer, thank you so much. I really appreciate it. This is the Fit Show live. Oh yeah. And wherever you are at home or at work, in the car, listening on the app. First of all, thank you for listening. And secondly, let us know what you learned. Here's what I learned. This is a little bit sad to hear. This uh, took a little bit out of me to find out that women sleep better with their dog in bed than uh, their man or, or person in bed. Hmm. Yep. I think you would probably sleep better alone. You think so? Yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, you're you're big. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Dogs take up less space than... Us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You're saying yeah. the dogs are just better spooning partners, I guess. Yeah. In bed. Well, Susie just kind of hangs out by the end, you know. She likes the end. Yeah. Yeah. She does. Her, she's not a fan of your feet. <laughs> I don't know about that. Huh. She's got to watch out for yours for the switchblade. <laughs> <laughs> You're right, man. I do have a stray nail that kind of cut her one she night. She'll put yeah. her eye out. Yeah. All right, Drew, what about you? What have we learned today? Uh, well, during Straight Out of Country, I learned about Nich- uh, Mitchell Tenpenny's new tour that's launching in December. And truth be told, I learned about Mitchell Tenpenny because I didn't really know who he was. Country artist Mitchell Tenpenny. Yeah. That's right. There's so many new artists, I can't keep track of them. It's, yeah, it's just like He's Net- new, right? Just like, it's pretty, yeah, very new. Just okay. like Netflix shows. Right. There's so many, you can't even keep up. Yeah, there's up. so many now. Who, who's what? Who, hey, hey, hey. But anyway. All right, Bethany, the mouth from the South. What have we learned today? I learned that uh, Drew thinks Depeche Mode... Uh, well, it reminds him of fall and winter. Yeah, very bizarre. It's so emo, and that's what fall is to me. It's emo. <laughs> fall is emo. It's emo. Fall's the emo season. Fall is skinny jeans, and moody, <laughs> and gloomy. It's always if fall wearing a beanie. Was a person, it would yeah. be emo. He said fall is always wearing a beanie <laughs> <laughs> and drinking coffee. Yeah, in the Hallmark Channel. Mm-hmm. All right. Some, oh, something else I learned, by the way, real quick. I learned that uh, Lifetime apparently has Christmas movies, too, yep. just like the Hallmark Channel, but not with the Candace Cameron, like the Hallmark Channel has Cameras, uh, Candace Cameron all the time, which is great. You know, it's where you go to get America your loves 
Candace Cameron. Yeah, but it's hard because sometimes if you walk out of the room and you come back and it's on yeah. a different movie, you're yeah. totally lost because <laughs> you're like, wait a minute, it's the same actress, but wait, what? Wait, didn't she just adopt her niece and nephew? Yeah. And no, look, what? it's a different guy. Yeah. All right. Have a great day, you guys, and we'll see you tomorrow for the Friday show. Flush the format tomorrow, mm-hmm. y'all. My name's Fitz. I'm Drew. I'm Bethany. Think big, because you're thinking anyway, and who's better than you? Nobody! Oh, yeah. Well, that's the end of today's professional broadcast of The Fit Show. Did you miss some of the show today? No worries. For all things fits and to check out today's PAB, the podcast after the broadcast, just go to followfits.com.